Time for another great podcast from ICRT. But first, a message from one of our outstanding partners. Don't forget, more information and fun on the ICRT app or at icrt.com.tw. ICRT, listen with the world. Opening on October 5th, Texas Roadhouse is bringing Taichung residents its delicious, juicy steaks and barbecue ribs. Located on Shizhen Road, Texas Roadhouse is looking forward to serving up legendary food, legendary service, and legendary fun. 美味的手工鮮切牛排,十月五日登陸台中,德州鮮切牛排台中店,位在西屯區市政路五百八十一至六號,傳奇性的美式風味,等你來嘗鮮! This week, we continue our look into the upcoming Kaohsiung Eco Mobility Festival in the month of October with a conversation with the director of Eclay's Kaohsiung Community Center, Mr. Zeng Tsui Ru. Mr. Zeng, thank you for coming on to the Taiwan Talk. How are you doing? Hi, good. How are you? Good, thanks. Uh, could you please explain what Eclay is for our listenership? So, Eclay is an international organization, which is the International Global uh, Network of more than 1,500 cities, towns, and regions committed to building a sustainable future. Then ECLA stands for International Council for Local Environmental Initiatives, which is ECLA, Local Government for Sustainability, which is funded in uh, 1990s in Germany, in Bonn, Germany. Uh, why does ECLA work on a city level rather than a national level? For, um, so ECLA works on the climate actions and sustainable city development. And I think we believe the cities and subnational um, areas are actually the foot soldiers for climate action because we can really, I can really see how the climate action could be achieved or could be realized without the participation of the local government and local residents. So kind of equally uh, envisions a world of sustainable cities that confronts the reality of the problems caused by urbanization and we believe that by help, all these like global level strategy cascades down to local governments will really help realize and to help the urban environment, to help the climate action. Um, yes. So why does Eclay have a, an office in Kaohsiung instead of other cities in Taiwan? So Kaohsiung was actually a noble area because of the heavy industry, because of the air pollution, because of the lack of public transport. Literally, in the area, people wouldn't be able to settle down and to raise their family there. But now, for the past like probably five or ten years, we could see the transformation of Kaohsiung. And Kaohsiung has transformed itself from a kind of a port, a heavy industry city, to a more family-friendly, to avoid inviting a welcoming environment, particularly after the introduction of the metro system and now the up-and-coming tram system. So that I think that Kaohsiung is actually the uh, epitome of the trans- transformation of Taiwan's environment. So that is probably the reason why Eclay decided to set, to set up an office in Kaohsiung as opposed to other cities in Taiwan. What sort of resistance has there been to changing transportation modes to only electric vehicles for the event? Well, um, I think like for electric vehicles, the problem would be like for electric vehicles itself would be the cost of the electric uh, 
vehicles such as the either cars or scooters, and also infrastructure that could support the electric vehicles in terms of charging, maintenance, repairs. And but like cost and infrastructure aside, it's more about the motorists or scooter users' behaviors of transforming from a more like fossil fuel vehicles and mode of transport to electric vehicles. And also beyond that, there will be public transport as well, cycling, biking, even walking, because walking, that's the mode of transport that's been um, recent of in many of the public transportation books and guidelines. So it's more like, I would say it's more like the behavior, the mentality of the users, the local residents, to adopt to a newer, to greener, more sustainable mode of transport. What steps have been taken to mitigate the growing pains, um, like to help people transition to thinking of transportation differently? That would be uh, the growing pain is actually, like people are always joking about, like scooters are actually part of the DNA of Taiwanese. And we can really live without having a scooter. I believe you probably have a scooter. I have a scooter. I have more than one scooter. And to like give up the sense of freedom of using scooter to, say, um, slower kind of electric scooters or electric cars or even the public transport. And that's actually quite painful for the local residents, including myself. But as we have now getting used to the public awareness of the sustainable environment, also, like you said, the Gaochang City government has, has been building up all these public networks, public transportation networks, and has been trying to keep the, the fare affordable, affordable to people, the timeline, the schedule, which is reliable and dependent, uh, dependable for local residents. And it's kind of a, a draw attraction to local residents to use the public transport. The growing plan would be to give up the sense of having owning your own like, private mode of transport the scooters. That would be the growing plan. But I think people nowadays are getting more like aware of how to like, keep our, our environment sustainable and to keep our environment greener and livable for the next generation. So is that what the end goal is for eClay, to leave the world in a better place for the next generation in terms of eco-mobility? Uh, yes, yeah. There's, the overarching strategy, overarching agenda for eClay is to develop a sustainable city, a sustainable urban area for the next generation. And what does that mean for people, for their use of vehicles? How does eClay see the most efficient or the ideal use of vehicles in the future? The ideal use of transportation of the um, options of public um, the use of the transportation will be the public transportation as to, I would say, like, again, like giving, giving up your private vehicles, giving up your private mode of transport, but just embrace the public transportation like the metro, as we say, like metro, metro or the tram, walking and cycling. That's the long-term sustainable goal for a sustainable development strategy for its mobility ideas. Okay, so what makes Kaohsiung uh, the pioneer or example for the rest of Taiwan or globally? Uh, because I know I, I live in Taipei, and I know the MRT here is pretty extensive, and we have a, a good system of buses as well. I mean, like, um, well, as you say, like, it's undeniable. Like, Taipei has the, like, probably so far the best metro network or MRT network so far in Taiwan. But what Kaohsiung's been doing is also providing and also Kaohsiung is like integrating different modes of transportation in terms of um, the metro and the, um, the tram system and the bike sharing system. Now there are like the traditional bikes with docking stations. Also there are like old bikes, which is like you can borrow um, with your app. 
is by scanning through a QR code. And also Gaoshan is um, working on this river, like the ferry services along the Iha, and also they're opening up the harbors, the pier of the Gaoshan. So they are integrating uh, different modes of transportation. And as opposed to, to Taipei, like Gaoshan is um, kind of, I would say it's more compact. It's more like it could be a, a area for more experimental strategies and experimental and public services implementations, and it's kind of the pioneer, how Kaohsiung private themselves is a pioneer in the public transportation. And also, like, for the past three, four years, the city of Kaohsiung has been the chair of the Act Mobility Alliance. And just because, I have to say, just because Kaohsiung is in South and Taiwan, we've been doing so many things which is uh, not really noticed by the media and not noticed by people in other parts of the Taiwan, but Kaohsiung has been the chair of the Mobility, Eco-Mobility Alliance has been promoting the public transport, not about Kaohsiung, but about the experience of Taiwanese, um, the strategies of public transportation. And we share our experience with our international memberships and our collaborators and in so many of the conferences and international summits. Uh, how far is Kaohsiung along their plan to create their public transport system? So, uh, as we know, like Kaohsiung now has to Metro Lines, and which is running across the city center. And there would be very likely to be a yellow line which should be running in the North Kaohsiung. And that would be like three metro systems in the future. And now the Trauma so-called light rail system will be up and running at the end of this month, just in time for the Eco Mobility Festival, which is a festival running throughout the whole October. And so tram system will be there and for the all these like local residents and also our international guests and also Kaohsiung pioneered himself as to have the first ever autonomous bus and running in the tier two areas between tier two and Hamasan area. So it's how like Kaohsiung has been channeling that spirit of public transport and the chair of the Ecomobility Alliance to provide a better public transportation network. So during the Ecomobility World Festival, the fourth Ecomobility World Congress 2017 will be held uh, from October 2nd to October 4th in Kaohsiung. Could you give an overview of what the Congress will be discussing uh, and what they will try to achieve in the three days that they're meeting? Yes, that would be um, the Congress will be running from the 1st to the 4th of October. And it's actually centers on the um, three different things. One is like livable and share and sustainable transportation for the future generation, as I mentioned briefly earlier on. And that will be, we'll start from um, touching upon the current issues regarding the urban mobility and the current public transportation issues or even private transportation issues we are encountering or facing at the moment. And then we'll be moving on to have a look at look at the um, the Kaohsiung's experiences and Kaohsiung's situation and beyond to Taiwan's problems and we'll have a look at the international case studies. At the end of the Congress, we'll um, announce the Kaohsiung Declaration and also a Kaohsiung strategy to showcase that the uh, the conclusion we have we have after the Congress and that would be a more like sustainable, shareable and livable mode of transportation that's in the context of the sustainable urban environment. 
Okay, and last question. So Eclay supports its member cities and local governments to take more rapid and uh, radical climate actions to become more sustainable through the, uh, your eight urban agendas. Could you please touch briefly on the eight urban agendas and tell us how Kaohsiung stacks up in regards to them? Actually, like 10 urban agenda at the moment. We are at like two more agenda for the past few years. So there are um, 10 urban agendas, include sustainable city, low-carbon city, resource-efficient and productive city, resilient city, biodiversity city, smart city, eco-mobility city, happy, healthy, and inclusive community, sustainable local economy and procurement agenda, and also the Sustainable City Region Corporation. Um, it's not that easy for like one single city to accomplish all of the agenda, but Kaohsiung is particularly um, outperforming other cities in their mobility, hence the mobility Festival. And also the resilient city, as I briefly mentioned, like Kaohsiung used to be a, um, a city that has having kind of heavy industry and air pollution has transformed itself into a more like uh, risk and disaster resilient city as well. And that's what Kaohsiung has so far pride themselves as being a mobility and sustainable and also the mobility city. And what Kaohsiung has to do in the future, putting more efforts probably to promote a bit more sustainable local economy and procurement agenda, which is, and also the um, happy and healthy inclusive communities as Kaohsiung has achieved a certain economy level, that it's time for Kaohsiung to slow down its pace and to look beyond the economy goals and to take care of the local communities and take care of the local economies in, economy into consideration and to kind of share the economy growth with all the local residents. Okay, thank you, Mr. Zhang. Uh, I hope the festival goes well and keep Kaohsiung transforming. Thank you very much. Thank you for your time. Thanks for listening to this week's Taiwan Talk. I'm Alex Lewis.